is this? Ah, the French. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? I'm here, Papa! Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. First listen to the animal man, the Snoopy Snoopy poop dog. My wife hated me being a firefighter. We were divorced nine months later. If you don't mind my saying, I don't like your attitude one bit. Inspired. Six times I've now ruined my whiskey. I'm here, I'm under what? I just want to do whatever serves the corporation best. Good night, Mr. Wanderson. Good night. Gentlemen, this is and I'm Sean. And we are two gentlemen who signed a bad contract with the Smogville World's Fair. Our mandate is to create the greatest podcast of them all, the world champion as it goes. So we discuss the only things we truly understand, which is obscure and forgotten pop culture. And I think that's a good way to describe it. It's not necessarily accurate. It, yeah, supposedly. Yeah. We're, we're doing that. I'd rather just say that. I'd rather have a snappier catchphrase than an accurate description. I just thought of a really great catchphrase while you were doing the opening show. Oh, good. But it just popped into my head. Two guys... Let's see. What's the first part again? Uh, we're two we're, guys who signed a bad contract with the Smogville World's Fair. Okay. We're working hard in a Ferris wheel that's hardly working. That's pretty, that's pretty that's, good. That's accurate, yeah. And yeah. that's accurate, right? Yeah. We are, we're in a weird town called Smogville. We're recording in a Ferris wheel that's our home slash recording studio. Sometimes there's a dog. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the fair below us is still still going on, going strong. I thought it was just going to be a summer. It's turning into years, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's never ending. It's, uh, I don't know what the, the plan is. Right. But, uh, yeah, they don't tell us those kind of things, nor do they pay us. <laughs> you don't have to be too. You're being a little too honest. We've got to keep the, the Oz I'm, facade You know up. what? I'm shooting from the hip nowadays. Uh, we're shooting? I'm shooting from the hip. Yeah, okay. this is shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since we're doing that, let's let's shoot about uh, language. Let's shoot about slang terms. This is straight from the presses. They they for some reason they <laughs> they ran hundreds of copies of this. The Ministry of Language and Horticulture, and these are phrases that are used around Smogville that are and used around the world that are going out of style, mainly North America. Yeah, they're in danger of extinction. We have to keep them going because of our antiquated speech. And mainly the economy. Yeah, exactly. Our salesmen cannot communicate without outside salesmen. Right. So today's word is Bonnie Clabber. Bonnie Clabber. So why don't you guess what that is, and then I'll tell you what it actually is. Oh, Bonnie Clabber. She was a good woman. Mm -hmm. All the boys would turn their heads when Bonnie Clabber would go clabbering by. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. With her bright red hair. It's almost like... uh, bright red skin. The unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah. So, so it's a name that's become a slang term. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, it sounds like uh, it could be from a musical. Bonnie Clabber. Molly Clabber. Oh, Bonnie. Bonnie, Bonnie Clabber. Clabber. Yeah, Bonnie Clabber. Mm-hmm. Or it sounds like it could be from an old folk song or Bo- something. Oh. My Bonnie yeah. Clabbers. Woody Guthrie. <laughs> Bonnie was a woman who worked so hard. But the bank took her farm away. Right. That's how it goes. She worked as a clabber to make ends meet so her nine children wouldn't pass away. 
<laughs> Bonnie Clabber. Now Clabber is Bonnie Clabber, <laughs> the sweetest lad. D laddie Lassie Lassie, <laughs> the sweetest Lassie on the ladder. Bonnie Clabber. All right, you want to know what Bonnie Clabber, Clabber is? Clabber girl is a type of baking soda or baking powder or something. Oh. I know when I make cookies, which is about once every couple of years, I buy some Clabber Girl. Really? Because I forget that I already have it, and it only costs 79 cents. So does it have something to do with that? What is that Clabber Girl? She's I don't think, some sort I don't of think working. It it Maybe. Okay. It could be a kitchen cooking thing. But this, this says that Bonnie Clabber is thick, sour milk. Yeah, you need that powder in your milk to make it thick and sour. <laughs> it doesn't say whether, whether that's good or bad. Is why this, would, it's not spoiled milk, maybe. It could be like buttermilk or something. Yeah, why, is there, why does there need to be a name for that when there's already a perfectly good description? I don't know. Like, pass me that glass of Bonnie Clabber. You have to take it up with the Smogville government. I guess so. Do, yeah, they drink a lot of Bonnie Clabber. That's, it's, it's the main drink around here. It just has the brand name Smog Sauce. Yeah. And so... You, if you, you, you look at the fine print, it'll say, you know, Bonnie Clabber bottled at the source, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because tourists always come in. They're like, smog sauce? This is just Bonnie Clabber. Mm-hmm. Those are people that don't respect our ways. And now they must. So the word is out. Bonnie Clabber. Well, that out of the way. We are done with prequel month. Thank God. Thank God. Indeed. Do we have any final thoughts on that? Um, uh, and do, have we got any feedback on this other than just... Amazing job, fellas. A shock that the Darth usual. Vader is only 45 years old when he does pass. Yeah, away. now how did you describe him when they take that helmet off in Return of the Jedi? He looks like Kingpin with leprosy. Yeah, that's absolutely which true. Which is how your average 45-year-old looks, yeah. male or female. Yeah. So I, gu- <laughs> I guess it might be a shock. <laughs> He's been through a lot, though, if you think about it. Well, the volcano, the, all the limbs missing. Yeah, I would. That's, that's rough. That's rough business for anybody. Um, well, we wanted to, uh, we teased this last week. We've been teasing it for, for weeks now. We got a letter from Ryan back in November. We were busy, man. We have important things yeah, it's been... we have to get to. We can't, we can't be getting to all the letters. As much as we beg everyone to write to us, that doesn't mean that we're going to take Actually, note. yeah, read them. Right we're going to take action, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brian writes in, greetings champions, I have some questions about what you do when you're not locked in the Ferris wheel. Sean, you've mentioned before that you're an artist and you've posted some mighty fine drawings on Instagram and such. Uh, Without saying your employer's name or any important info like that, does your current job make use of your artistic talents? And if so, how long have you been at such a position? Uh, not really. Not no, I, I still do not quite understand what you do, but I, it has nothing to do with your artistic talents. At yeah, all, right? I, I I do art on the side usually. Yeah, but no, I don't know. Thanks the, for thanks for bringing that up. I guess on the side of what? <laughs> on the side of what? Yeah, are you a graffiti artist? Do you mean the art I do, or yeah. what I do for a job? Yeah, no, is the art you do on the side of like a building oh, or a rail car yeah. warehouse? Yeah. Greenhouse, outhouse, doghouse. S- sideburn artist on the side of people's faces. You're bar- yeah, that's exactly it. Sean is a barber. <laughs> so he, you consider barbering an art. It of is. Course. I totally yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. But you're, you specialize in sideburns. <laughs> sideburns mainly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, and, and by the way, I'm a podcaster in a fair at a, in a town is my job. Right. I'm not even sure what this guy's talking in about. In a town. 
Brian, you've mentioned on this podcast and previous others that you tend to go through unemployment periods. I'm going through <laughs> one right now. I notice I go through one about every 10 to 11 months over the past two years. My question to you, what do you do during that downtime? Have you ever tried to make a short film? Uh, because, yes, I did uh, get my education in short filming. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in theory, that's something I'm interested in. Yeah, I've gone through a lot of periods of unemployment in the last five years for various reasons. My incompetence, <laughs> my fierce Irish temper, yeah. general lack of hygiene, refusal to use punctuation. Mm-hmm. I go through a lot of unemployment. What do I do? I sleep all day and play video games. All night. All night, yeah. That's pretty accurate, and it's really sad. And then every night as I'm falling asleep, I think tomorrow's going to get better. <laughs> Like, wow, what a gift I've been handed where I have all the free time in the world. Yeah. I'm going to... Accomplish everything. I'm going to exercise. Yep. I'm going to accomplish everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally finish that novel I haven't started yet. <laughs> Make some films. See the countryside. Organize my paperwork. Yeah. No, no, just a complete waste. So sleep, I hope... Sleep. I hope yours is going better. And as much as I'm laughing about it, I'm truly deeply ashamed well, so, I mean, yeah. this, this letter has got me a little bummed out, too. Is it, is it going to bring us up now at the end? Is that it? Is it over? Uh, thank you both for keeping my ears and brain entertained while I wade through time until my next position starts. I, too, have a degree in the arts, and I'm debating whether I should just saddle up to another job like the last one I had, or if I should put my foot down and try to make it go at it in an artistic career. You're both inspirations in a lot of different ways, and I look forward to the news from Smogville every week. So, yes, it came back up. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he does a podcast about writing as well, so he oh. knows maybe he started his his book. I haven't started mine yet, but I'm gonna as soon as I finish it, mm. things are gonna be great. <laughs> um, no, I think you and I are probably on the same page on that. We're both artistic leaning. Yes, I, how do, like I don't even know how to do it to to be an artist. Yeah. You just have to work a lot harder than sleeping. <laughs> than sleeping all yeah. day. Um, but that led me to the topic. I just want to talk about jobs in general, specifically because of this, which uh, has really bummed us out, apparently. I want to talk about good jobs and bad jobs. Not ours, but what, the, what does the world think? What do the experts think are the best jobs and worst jobs in America? In America. Yeah. Now, I, I have a guess. No, I don't have a guess. I have the list. Do you want me to guess? Yeah, do you have a guess? What do you think the best job in America is? Uh, The best job in America is probably vice president. You you just get paid a lot, and you're kind of just the the backup guy. So you're like like the understudy at a play, where you learn all the songs and stuff, but you don't. And you learn all the lines, but you mainly just hang out backstage and drink, I imagine. Yeah. That might be true. That's a, that's a really good guess. Or like backup catcher, bullpen catcher in a major league team, same yeah, thing. I but vice president, it's a little more glamorous. I would say that Joe Biden doesn't really look that stressed or overworked to me. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, what do you think the worst job is? Worst job would be probably someone who cleans up dead bodies maybe, <laughs> like roadkill or, yeah. or the, the uh, suicide. Isn't there... People that go in just... Oh, the crime scene cleanup? Crime scene cleanup, that's probably the worst. Or first responder, maybe? When I was in a film school, someone someone the semester before <laughs> me in the documentary class made a documentary about the crime scene cleanup, mm-hmm. and I think got kicked out of the program for it. 
Why? Because it was... Uh, showed d- dead bodies? Well, he was showing dead bodies and brains and stuff, but I guess also with like a sort of yakety sax kind of tone to it. <laughs> like, not just like showing this graphic stuff, but it was kind of like... Flippant a little, about it? A little fl- yeah, flippant about it. Wow. Yeah, so that was kind of the legendary thing. It was, uh, don't make your documentary about crime scene cleanup and film mm-hmm. brains on walls. Unless you're planning to go on to be a murderer, which that person clearly did. Yeah, I'm assuming. They're, they're gone now. They, they probably left school thinking, what? what? There's no accounting for taste. That was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the best jobs, according to this list from 2016, and these were ranked by experts. I won't get into it. I'm, and I'm doing best and worst based mainly on kind of emotionally. Because it's probably... That's a big part of it. It's, yeah. It's a big combination of like workplace, uh, stress, uh, pay, and if it's a field that is hiring. Yeah, because I would say if the best job money-wise is probably the CEO of Walmart or something, you <laughs> yeah. know? Which... Yeah, the best job stress-wise is maybe the guy that takes your ticket at a parking lot. Right. Except then you're stressed, you're going to get replaced with a machine. <laughs> so never mind. It's got to be a growing field. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's no vice president, but the best job, according to this, is diagnostic medical sonographer. Okay, so what is that? Um, it Sounds looks like, like it's a guy at a weird machine. Um, they are the ones who do the, uh, the, the baby pictures. So what makes that so great? It pays well. You're around people that are probably crying because they're so happy. Um, you don't need a degree. Oh. Uh, it pays very well, and... Pretty much just stress-free. It's like good vibes, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For the most part, the people are in good moods that you're dealing with. So that's an interesting one. In fact, now that I see that it doesn't need a degree. (laughs) I know. Oh, I don't like people's flesh, though. They are babies. I really don't want to be near flesh. Flesh at all. Yeah. Yeah. You you do have to rub that weird uh, jelly on their belly and then put the little thing on. That little microphone thing. Microphone. Yeah. So that does, that's kind of gross yeah. and weirdly intimate. It is. I don't want to be that intimate with a stranger. I feel almost weird every time I rub a pregnant woman's belly. Oh, I'd never do on that. On the bus. I would never do that. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I, yeah, you know, that's, that's awkward enough. Can be. So this one um, also involves touching flesh. Audiologist. This is another good one? Yeah, median income is 73000 a year. You diagnose and treat hearing problems and ear problems. And since the uh, boomer population is aging, it's a very in-demand job with a lot of stability because everyone's going deaf, an entire generation. That listen to rock and roll? Uh, is that the, what you're saying? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the like Levi's commercial version of it. <laughs> you're the generation that rocked out. Yeah. It's for the pill, though. It's for a pharmaceutical pill. It'll yeah. have an old gray-haired guy with a leather jacket on getting off his motorcycle. Playing the, playing the blues. Yeah. He's got his guitar. His, mm. I'm sorry, his guitar or six string. Yep. And him and his other gray-haired buddies are sitting around looking at each other and grinning and mm. just... Dun, 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 You're not... Dun, 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 playing the blues. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> in, yeah. in an old barn, there's hay everywhere. Mm. There's chilling in their but barn they're also playing wealthy. the blues. They're also smart with their investing. Right. You know what I mean? They're still young at heart, but they're, 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 that's why they go with Ameritrade or whatever. Wealth management. Wealth when management. it comes to wealth management. Yeah. Hey, when it comes to... I'm the generation that rocked out, but when it comes to wealth management, I want to rock in. So they're going deaf, 
It might be a low stress job because when you break the bad news to the person, they don't they don't get upset. Yeah. And you can th- you can rationalize it to yourself saying, "Well, I told them." <laughs> I told them. The bad news about how much it's going to cost for their visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got to it looks like you got to touch ears. You got to touch flesh again. Yeah, I guess you're looking in someone's ear for sure, at least. Anytime, and touching it a lot. Anytime you're looking inside a, a hole in a person, <laughs> yeah, it's very intimate. <laughs> and that might be the least, but it's still... Yeah, least intimate hole, but it's still, yeah, <laughs> still a hole into someone else. Um, this one has a median salary of 88000 a year. Of really? course, it's going to grow. It involves cyber information security analyst. What, are the, what does that mean? Um... They, oh, the, someone trying to hack into your business website? Yeah, I think so. It's keeping your data safe from, I guess, safe from everyone except the government. That pays 80 grand a year? Yeah. To do, what are they doing exactly? Besides um, just sitting according there. According to this picture, they're typing. Yeah, but once you work at one of those companies, isn't the infrastructure already set up? Yeah, but I guess you're, you're making sure they, that a hacker didn't find a back door. So you're, is, you're throwing up that firewall. So you're on the dark web. You're, yeah. you're typing really fast, and screens are popping up on your screen like crazy. Yeah. And you're just sweating. And you're like, Don't talk to me. You just you're typing like a machine gun. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I guess that'll be our our YouTube clip series this week. Is all the really bad depictions of hacking. Oh, there's some good ones. I love in hackers when the guy's like barking out orders. Mm-hmm. It's like send a flu shot. Yeah. I like when when it shows them hacking. Actually, shows on the screen them flying down a hallway and there's skull and crossbones or, yeah. or, or they'll literally be like a lock and then the lock will open after yeah. they've, they've hacked it. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. That's, uh, that's weird science. Weird science, in, yeah. In Mission Impossible, the first one, he sends an email and it shows like an icon of a letter like being sealed and then going into a mailbox <laughs> to show that the email's been sent. <laughs> I, love, I know, I watched Mission Impossible one kind of recently too. I was like, wow, there's a lot of downloading and uploading emails in this. <laughs> like, it's, like, that's spy stuff. Yeah. But no, in, the ni- in the 90s, that was total spy stuff. Like, uh, Sending emails. I know, um, like, clear and present danger with Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. There's a really tense scene where he's downloading data to his thumb drive. And it's funny because it's, it's probably 100 bytes or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. It was, it was probably a it's floppy like, disk and not it's a like thumb drive. Tiny. Yeah. Um, What's what's that show with the like goth computer girl? Oh, uh, isn't that NCIS? Oh yeah. There, then there's a one where she's typing frantically. Oh trying yeah, to stop that's the, the best one. That's the best one. That's... And then and then another guy jumps on and starts typing on the same keyboard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's Nintendo, where you just need to like press A real fast. Well, I just like the idea that you have to just do, yeah, you're just doing it fast. It's like on the the power pads when you'd run on yeah. on Nintendo Olympics. Yeah, but if you just got down on your knees and started using your hands to hit the to cheat, yeah, to cheat, it's way better that way. That's the same idea as having an extra set of hands on the keyboard. on your same keyboard, and everything's do done with typing commands. Yeah, you're, you're doing twice as many, uh, twice as many commands. Yeah, uh, statistician. Now they're only making seventy nine thousand a year. Oh, this is not. We're, so we're counting down from five. This is number two. Oh, they're getting best better. They're getting for 2016. better. Okay, yeah. I thought that we'd already done the best. Um, driving this profession's strong growth is the need for statistical analysis among many fields. So these are the guys that uh, that decide what your trending topics on Facebook are. I guess is that what it is? That's probably part of it. Or are these the guys that were Big all wrong, that were all wrong about the election? Like every single one of them. Oh, they're that too. They're the ones that were wrong about the election. 
They're the ones that uh, decide the algorithms for what ads are served to you. Just, just, great. just general statistician. That's a pretty generic term, I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because it could be someone crunching numbers for like a baseball team. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That's a big part of baseball nowadays. But if you ask me, the game's played on the field, not on a computer. It's played in the heart. Play. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same kind of trend. Number one, data scientist. Median salary of one hundred twenty-eight thousand. Yeah, D- data scientist. That's like that's like being brain astronaut. Or <laughs> no, data was be more vague. Data. It's a it's a scientist who studies data from Star Trek. From it's it's to determine if he should have rights or not. So does that count? Oh, oh, okay. Data scientist. So that, so this is the best data top job because they're anticipating data being invented this year. Yeah, but that that's kind of a cruel twist that the only person or someone that studies data is what you're yeah. saying. Oh, I thought you meant data himself is a scientist, data scientist. No, this is someone who studies him, who just watches him do his job. Yeah, that's the best. That no, sounds pretty uh, stressless. Data's pretty mellow, man. The field of <laughs> oh, data the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's way mellow. So watching him all day walk around and type into his little iPad would be totally stressless, and you get paid one hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. <laughs> But I mean, so, okay, so uh, uh, Star Trek aside, data scientist describes what? Every scientist on Earth in every field? Yeah. The field of data science <laughs> emerged from the huge growth in information created by the evolution of the Internet, thanks to consumers engaging in everything from banking to dating through online services. Uh, becoming a data scientist involves a bachelor's degree in a related field like math. That's, no, that's, I don't want to do that. Uh, once again, this is more hackers. Yeah, and so it's job still, one and two that are the best is being a hacker. Yeah, they're all the, the top three are all data or you know typing related, yeah. hacking related. It's all, it's, it's See, all. I thought it was going to be like banana We're, tester. Well, I thought it would be maybe someone who works with children, maybe kindergarten teacher. Yeah, or I guess they're not. Get, I guess they don't get paid a lot. Like uh, prosthetic limb scientist. Yeah, that that's probably also paid. A lot more in emotional yeah, currency. Yeah. I don't know what the term is. You know, Reese's flavor formula. I'll bet you working in a chocolate factory might be fun. No, 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 no. <laughs> I immediately no, take those, that back. Those places are it sounds weird. like a nightmare place where you suffocate on cocoa powder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> weird tunnels. Yeah. That guy that's always singing. <laughs> Idea. A river. You know how it is when you go into the factory and there's a river in the middle of it. Yeah. Made of chocolate. <laughs> That's how all factories are. I guess there is a river of chocolate in a chocolate factory, probably. Oh, yeah, but you probably can't paddle around in it. <laughs> yeah, you can't just bring your canoe in. But, wow. Okay, so that's it's interesting. Of, yeah. So now the worst job is going to be what? Russian hacker? Because you're going against the best job? So the top three worst jobs are people that are on the other end. Oh, so the worst jobs line. are the worst jobs are going to be shadow versions of the yeah. original. It'll be data thief. So, so if audiologist is number four, then will number four worst job be rock and roller? Maybe it's speaker tester, where they have yeah. to stand in front of all the speakers during concerts and make sure they're playing at full volume. <laughs> so they're going yeah, around, that makes sense. Or the going, the guy in that commercial that that got his hair blown back by the loudness. Oh, wait. Well, well, so what would the opposite be of uh, someone who tests your hearing? No, it would be the someone guy that who tests ruins the speakers. Your yeah. no, it would, no, that would be some kind of parallel universe thing. It would be someone that ruins your hearing, right? Yeah. 
So it would be a rock and roller. Oh, they mean mo- worst job morally. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to make some bad decisions on all that rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. And all cheaped out with women everywhere. <laughs> bad decisions for rock and roll. Number five, I think, uh, is pretty self-explanatory. Enlisted military personnel. <laughs> Worst job. So you're getting yelled at. You are not getting, are you getting paid at all at that point? You're getting paid a little bit. Uh, and then you might die, and it's high stress. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. You're never at ease. Yeah. Even when you're at ease. Um, okay, number four hits a little close to home. Disc jockey. <laughs> what? Why? I know. I would, love to, I would love to be a disc jockey. Yeah, all the DJs I know are pretty happy, it seems like. Yeah, so that's ridiculous. They get um, paid well. Their job's kind of fun. It's like make, we're, we're literally being disc jockeys right now for fun. I, <laughs> yeah, we're doing it for free. So it doesn't seem like that bad of a job, in my opinion. Yeah, this is talking about low pay and stresses such as budget cuts. Oh, thanks to proliferation. What the hell did I just say? So you're saying... I was trying to say proliferation. Are you saying this is like Skrillex, like that kind of DJ? No, but thanks to the proliferation of podcasts, this job is more stressful. So we're part of the problem. Whatever. I know. Trust me, podcasts aren't creeping in on radio. Fourth worst <laughs> in America, worse than enlisted I would say, military. I would say podcasters worse than I feel DJ. Like, I feel like whoever wrote this it maybe has a beef with the radio industry <laughs> to think like, no, no, you don't want to be a disc jockey. Go to boot camp. Yeah. How do you feel about the desert? Yeah, that's a really like a lot of privilege. Like it's worse than than like toxic waste, garbage disposal man. Yeah, uh, so you're saying that there's kind of some weird personal vendetta behind this list. I feel like there is actually. Now that we're getting into it, someone who loves data and typing, but hates the military (laughs) and the radio, hates rock and roll, that all that noise. That's what it is. Yeah, disc jockey because the disc jockeys are the they are. That is the uh, the correlation to audiologist. Oh my gosh, you're right. The rock the and roll peddlers. They're putting on that music that's ruining everyone's hearing. Wow. Okay, I'm glad this is broken into terms I can understand of, of, of Super Friends or Legion of Doom. <laughs> this is <laughs> right. making it easy for me. I appreciate it. So the only thing that could possibly be worse than being a disc jockey <laughs> is being a television broadcaster. What? No, why would you and I or anyone want to do that? What? Who made this list? The stress of a changing media environment? Well, I mean, is everyone get, working their job within a constant fear of what's going to happen in the future? That's kind of what this is implying. Yeah. And I guess you do to a degree, but... Maybe because for you and I, that's pretty much our whole lives all the time in every aspect. So it's not stressful? But it doesn't seem like a big deal to be stressed about your future. Oh, okay. Since we're always stressed about our future. That makes sense, actually. I've never had a job that I have ever really thought of as like a career thing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not thinking like, what do I mean? I, of course, I always think, what do I do if I lose my job? But it's not like this is the only thing I can do. And I worked hard at this and have done it for 40 years. Yeah. So you're thinking it's more like you're worried about saving some money. Yeah. More like my my stress is much more. You should be saving more money. (laughs) Yeah. And these bro- it's probably the people stressed about this are those old guys that go to Ameritrade. And- yeah, this is the guy with a leather jacket that's brand new, and he bought a motorcycle on his 50th birthday. 
Okay, now we're getting into something, and I just realized I'm wearing pretty much the exact same shirt as the guy in this stock photo. Logger. I am. This is insane. They make TV shows about loggers. I guess TV broadcasting's bad. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with being? Is, what's wrong with that? Uh, the same thing. Employment uh, has suffered. Oh, because we're, um, we're going to stop needing wood. Yeah, that's oh, true. No, no, that's literally what it says. Employment for loggers has suffered as content shifts online, negating the need for wood pulp to make paper. Oh, paper, that makes sense. But... Plus, the career carries high stress and sometimes dangerous conditions. That's the only one on the list that I feel like should be on, well, I guess, enlisted military. I feel like all those dangerous jobs should be on there. Yeah. Like oil rig worker that's pretty dangerous right yeah i think so crossing guard crab catcher yeah anything near the ocean is gonna be be kind of dangerous yeah Uh, i wouldn't want to be a logger that i've seen fire in the sky yeah that's what i I guess that's the big part of it is is the big stress is when's the ufo landing because it's any minute yeah you're out in the woods at night i would every single night at work i would start getting creeped out when the sun went down and they made me stay oh, yeah. late once again. Yeah. Weird flies buzzing around. Yeah. Weird noises. It's dark. You're in the forest. Grizzly bears. Forest people. I, I didn't, yeah. The real threats are, I, didn't even occur to me that there's actual animals in there that will kill you and not just probe you. So now that you've heard the list, what do, you th- do you want to revise what you think is maybe the ultimate worst job in America? The worst it's job. held this title for three years running now. Worst job in America. Gosh. Stress-wise, maybe a police officer. Police officer would be a good one. I mean, I would think sewer worker. Yeah, something like that. I'm yeah. a, and I'm going back to my original guess of someone who clean, cleans up a crime scene. Suicide crime scene cleanup. Nope. Newspaper reporter. <laughs> <laughs> this list is stupid. <laughs> right? This is so dumb. And then, and, and, and then the number one thing that's bad about that is people are worried about the future of their job, right? With all the online content and 24, there's no more re- need for a reporter. So it seems like, I mean, this is something called CareerCast, and they release this every year with a bunch of data. Well, obviously, okay, whoever makes this list is looking at tons of data and statistics. Oh, so they got a great job as data analyzer or whatever and, yeah. it was. And then they just obviously really have a beef with like the the traditional media industry, if they're listing mm-hmm. disc jockey, broadcaster, and newspaper reporter. Maybe this is someone, so someone who's, who crunches numbers, has a very clinical job, hates the local media because he was a murderer in some small town, some kind of sociopath. Yeah. And then the media ruined his life because then he had to leave town. They never convicted him of the murder, but the it wasn't for lack of trying by the local uh, re- newspaper, the local radio, the local TV shows, even all the loggers that worked with the, the lady he killed, <laughs> they were against him. Even, even the, he almost had to enlist in the military. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But after a bad experience at boot camp, he, he left to crunch some more data. <laughs> to crunch some more data. Something cold, some cold numbers. Okay, here's a better list I found on a clickbait okay. site. Okay, Enough look. of that reputable yeah. stuff. This is, this is much better. This okay. site has number one worst job, crocodile trainer. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So they're going on danger, I guess. As, as the big... <laughs> That's the big one. The yeah. bad part. Oh, okay. Your boss may have a big mouth, but surely will not bite like crocodiles. Okay, I, I like this list. Because do you know the first thing that popped into my ma- my mind was was Crocmaster. Thinking from G.I. Joe? From G. Yeah, Cobra. Yeah. He has the worst job. Yeah. He lives in the sewer. He sleeps in water. He does. <laughs> yeah. Crocmaster, the G.I. Joe character. Yeah, and then and then he's around Crocs all the time. Yeah, he's a crocodile trainer. His, his boss's big mouth really can hurt him or whatever yeah. that funny little pun was. So uh, what's the number one best job? Uh, this Super is only dad? This is only worst. Okay, let's hear a couple others. Two, uh, guard at Buckingham Palace. I disagree with that. You'd be honored. Yeah, I don't think that. And they're saying that's bad because you have to stand still, I guess. I guess. Uh, janitor in a sperm bank. That's a... <laughs> That's come on. That's a cliche. This that's is a little a, too on the nose. Yeah, this is like a fourteen-year-old's. Oh, totally. Yeah, like I've never been to a sperm bank, but I, but I can it, imagine they're not. It's it's not like Animal House, <laughs> right? Uh, crime scene cleaner comes in there at number four. There right we go. There. Well, these pictures are graphic. Uh, number five, embalmer. Um, but people pursue that. I don't know. Like, R- if it's so bad, what, some people must be interested in it. Well, I guess people just don't have that reflex to be disgusted by flesh. Yeah. Again, right. I don't want to work with flesh. Yeah. Even if it's like bikini team sun sun oil man. Okay. Because that's kind of the how is the, that not on the number one on that list? Because that's what the fourteen year old thinks best is the job. best job. Yeah, it's 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 what's that sun? What's that oil? Sun tropics? Uh, yeah, Hawaiian tropic. Hawaiian tropic team oiler. Yeah, which probably is not a real position. That, yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, portable restroom cleaner. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. Is that on there? Yeah, roadkill collector. Port, port, porta potty cleaner would be pretty bad. Stable cleaner. That's. I mean, that's kind of the cliche too. Is like, you gonna pay attention, or are you gonna spend the rest of your life shoveling shit? It's true. As he's being forced to shovel shit by his father. Yeah. Um, manure inspector. That's not real. <laughs> That's just for taste and texture, I guess. And quality tester cat food. This is eat, off eat the, the rails, man. <laughs> I hope that's a real job. Someone that has to eat the cat food. This claims that there are people whose job is testing cat food by touching, <laughs> smelling, and eating. Because the cats can't talk or write to evaluate it, so a person has to do it. Yeah, but I mean, my dog eats stuff that I find pretty disgusting. Yeah. So I don't see how you can can say this is what cats like or don't like. My cat, cat eats carpet. Right. I've never stuffed a dead bird in my mouth. It's just just been on the ground. Well, also, my cat is repulsed by delicious people food. Yeah. He's curious about it, but then he's like, "Oh, gross! I'm going to mm-hmm. go eat some carpet instead." Right. <laughs> God, I, I I can just picture a room of people eating little tins of of fancy feast. I I hope that's true. I hope there's a video somewhere in the world of people eating cat food. I sh- God, I know a place where there is one. It's called YouTube. <laughs> where would we find that? I watched a guy. Certainly no local broadcaster or reporter or disc jockey is going to bring that to us. I watched a guy. He vaped. God, what was it? It was like, it was like pepper oil or something. He got like ghost pepper oil and vaped it and immediately started vomiting I also watched a guy drink an entire he uh beer bonged a, a a fifth of of whiskey. 
and then immediately vomited everywhere. Oh, I might vomit just thinking about that. I know. It's just like it's the jackass has made everyone on earth want to make a video where they're doing something really dumb. It's weird, and I don't want to sound like an old broadcaster, but mm-hmm. I, wa- I, I, I wouldn't mind being famous, but for a good reason. Because of your talent? I want to be famous because of my talent or devastating good looks, not because I squirted Sri Racha up my nose. <laughs> right. And then cried and puked. <laughs> I don't know. It's on there. I'm going to find it. Now, speaking of jobs, my job used to be uh, I, sometimes I'd be on live television. Right. And before my first one, I was, I was promoting my, my workplace. And I thought, if I cried and barfed, I would be the most famous person in America within 24 hours. That's true. Hashtag epic fail. And I, of course, I wasn't going to do it, but I just thought it was such a weird, interesting thought. Would like, you? What if, what if like, so uh, we got discount passes this weekend. Brian, why don't you tell us what's going on? <laughs> so, you're, so you're crying first <laughs> or am i crying because i barfed yeah that might no be i think i gotta start crying first because i think as soon as i vomit then they'll cut it but if i start crying first they might be so baffled that they'll keep it rolling for a minute i don't think they're that light on their feet at the like morning news shows are they would they cut away that quick they're not really expecting much to happen. It would be good for everybody. It would be good for the news channel. It would be good for mm-hmm. my workplace. It would be good for me. Crying, barfing. I could go to conventions of other meme people. Barfing. Go to conventions with uh, nice guy Eric or whatever he's called. Who's nice guy Eric? That picture of the... Oh, good good guy. The, du- the guy in the meme that's smiling? Right. That's what I'm saying. Go to a meme that's convention. That's the level of fame you'll have? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Crying, crying, barfing news guy. Uh, oh, my booth is next to uh, uh, overly da- attached girlfriend. David after dentist. David after dentist. Who's now 25 and has a huge beard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chewbacca mom. Henry bit me. Is it Henry? Charlie bit me. Charlie bit me. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yep. There you go, man. Isn't that, isn't that what name? everyone dreams? I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that, is but, there? But what, what are these people dreaming? So let, let's say you are going to squirt hot sauce up your nose. Are you thinking to yourself, I put this online, get lots of views, then I, become, I just become famous, go on the Ellen DeGeneres show? Uh, like, what's the path to fame exactly of when you squirt ghost pepper oil in your eyes? I think you monetize your YouTube channel. So clicks give you money. Yeah, so clicks give you money. And then uh, people subscribe. And then you just, every week you release a new video where you do some ridiculous stunt. And then your job is YouTuber. And then you, don't you have to do diary-type confessionals? Isn't, isn't that part of it where you, you tell, you're like, hey, hey, you're like addressing the people, right? That will watch you? I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos besides... Uh, what do I watch on YouTube? Music videos mainly. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Well, that's, I think, the Albums. key. I think the key to those kind of videos, too, is that they have to be accidental. Like, I don't want to watch someone squirt Sriracha in his eyes. But Intentionally. If, but, but if a guy's like, if there's some sort of mishap. Do you think anyone has gotten famous? Because now we're, we're straying into America's Funniest Home Videos territory. Oh, yeah. If you accidentally get sprayed in the eyes with hot sauce, that's going straight to... Whatever, AM to Bob Saget. What's it? America's fun, AF, and they call them. They're like KFC now. Like KFC never. Wa- I haven't heard the word Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. In a string, 
together in years. And that's kind of how America's Funniest Home Videos are now. They're AFHBs or something. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, that, that's, that's, a, that's weird that that, that show was YouTube before YouTube was around. Right. It was 20 years it before YouTube. It was exactly YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. But do you think anyone that's been on America's Funniest Home Videos has gotten famous? Like, oh, you're the guy that got hit in the nuts with the rake. Oh. No, right? No, Is but that would be, be a fun rumor to start. That, that I was on YouTube? I mean, I was on America's Funniest Home Videos? No, that, so that's how some famous person got his start. Oh, yeah. Like, like Ryan uh, Philippi. Did you know Ryan Philippi, mm-hmm. when he was nine, got hit in the nuts with a rake and won, America, won AFH? Ryan Philippe, his rise to fame. I'll bet this is actually true. I can picture, what's that show where they, it's like a talent show, and then they vote. It was on when we were little kids. And they, do ta- they do like songs, usually. They're usually singers. This is before they did. Star Search? Yeah, Star Search. With That's Ed it. McMahon? Yeah. Yeah, Star Search. That's what I'm thinking of. That's Ryan Philippe. He's in a little tuxedo singing or something. Yeah, he's singing Don Shane. Yeah, and he's adorable. I don't picture him AFC, AFV, whatever the fuck, fuck it. <laughs> Beyonce Knowles, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Usher. We're all on Star Search? Jessica Simpson, Leanne Rimes, Alanis Morissette. All on Star Search. All on Star Search. Wow, this list is 75-plus famous people on Star Search. Do you like the new format of our show, listeners, where we just read the internet to you? Because <laughs> I like it. It's very easy. It's, a good, it's made the job better. We've, we've gone from third-worst job to fourth-worst job because now it's less stressful. Yeah. Now, if we were traditional radio DJs, we'd be reading the paper to you. But instead, we read the internet. I cannot figure out how this clickbait site is working. And it's ironic because just from you reading the internet, there is a logger out of work. That's yeah. one right. That's one right there. The job security has vanished. Yeah, because I <laughs> the dangers, the UFOs. I don't even know why I do it anymore. No, if we wanted to know seventy-five famous people on Star Search, we would have to march down to the Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. buy a People magazine, and just right. hope against hope. Us Weekly. That, yeah, buy an Us Weekly and hope that they featured that article. Okay. Bobby Brown. David Archuleta. All right. He was on Star Search. Alia. What, is, is that show still on? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, really? <laughs> Backstreet Boys were on in 1993. Wow. That's a Carlos Mencia. Ooh, in 1987, in the teen dance category, the Coors Light Twins. Who are they? Remember that dumb Coors Light commercial where they're like, Twins! Were they blonde girls? Yeah. Yeah, vaguely. Dennis Miller, Dave Chappelle, Dana Gould, Drew Carey. Wow. Several of our colleagues. Do you think, are those people our colleagues since they're also podcasters? Yeah. My colleague Mark Marin was saying. <laughs> These are our colleagues, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, so we've graduated from our colleagues being fellow memes. Right. We're not, well, I mean, Barack Obama technically has been on a podcast, so he's a podcaster. No, but he's got a, you got to host one. You got to host one. You have to own a microphone to be one of our colleagues. Okay. Come on, Barack. So, so we're actually above the ex-president. Right. What do you call them after their president? I think you're still supposed to call them Mr. President. Yeah, that's what I face. thought. I almost said president. Yeah, that's true. Make sure you keep that in mind for, for when he comes on the show. Well, that's why I'm going over this in my mind. If he's going to Mark Marin's garage, he can come to 
uh, hardly working Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of one of the most industrious cities in in the Union. Kevin James. Leanne Rhymes. Kevin James. Man, Star Search was, was the place, man. It was. It was huge. It sounds like, you're, I mean, that's even bigger than YouTube because you're not getting as lost in the shuffle. And it sounds like it was more effective than something like American Idol, where it also has lots of singers. There's only been one or two come from that that actually stay around. Yeah, have any of the American Idol people, I guess just Kelly Clarkson? Carrie Underwood's huge. Oh, yeah, Carrie Underwood. Um, and then, isn't Clay Aiken a mayor somewhere? <laughs> I think he's a mayor. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's all of them. I... I did you say Kelly Clarkson already? Yeah. <laughs> American Idol. See, I would think American Idol judge would be one of the best jobs. Mm-hmm. That's a little Seems stressful. pretty chill. Oh, really? You, you, well, I mean, if you're if you're the cool judge, that's 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 really nice, you know. That's, oh yeah. But if you're the mean, I guess the mean judge is blowing off steam too, huh? Yeah. So but then he probably gets mean tweets from strangers. I've I've been wondering. Do you think? Do you think it just runs the gamut, celebrities checking their social media? So so if someone tweets something, do you think they're actually scrolling through their responses as a famous person? A lot of our colleagues do that, I've noticed. Yeah? Yeah. And then... Is it just a certain level like, of why? Fame? Like, why do you do this? Yeah, why would you want to talk to anybody? Yeah. And especially when they're, like, the telling them off. Like, I would just yeah. tweet out something and then put it in my pocket and walk away. Right. That's... We both have the same celebrity plans, apparently, once, yeah. once we're inevitably <laughs> right. in these higher uh, positions. But I just think that's so odd that you would – I don't know. I know that certain people are kind of petty on, the, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I would do the Brad Pitt school of social media where he just absolutely has never done anything ever. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Yeah. I can't imagine even like wanting to respond to people even if you think they're a dickhead. Like right. I, I've seen what people are like. I don't mm. need to waste my time typing a response to some vapor. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. We really talk a lot of shit on vaping. I know. I was thinking that, and it's it's become kind of a uh, one of those jokes that's a go to easy joke. Yeah. So we've got to phase it out, I think. Yeah, and and just the concept of vaping has transcended actual vaping. If any of you out there vape, that's fine. And if you're vaping because you're trying to quit smoking, I 100 percent support that. Yeah. And it's not lame. Yeah. We don't actually hate you, vapors. It's right. Just, it's just become something that means something more than just vaping. Right. It, it's you know what it is. It's the new kind of juggalo joke. Yeah. Being a ju- just the word juggalo was a punchline for a couple of years. Yeah, after that miracles video came out. Yeah, and now that's vaping's kind of it's the same world a little bit. But would you want? What if you and I somehow became famous, like Insane Clown Posse, where we had millions and millions of adoring fans, mm-hmm. but they were juggalos? Is, well, I guess this comes down to would that be the worst job or the best job? Right. If we're getting paid well, but all our fans are people we can't stand, then I, I think then the only change is we get paid well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Bam. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> I think anything. Uh, I mean, speaking of jobs and art and celebrity and all that, there's a line in uh, The Adventures of Cavalier and Clay that I really like. Okay. Uh, where early on they're like arguing with the editor about you know, their creative vision or something. And, and this other more seasoned editor tells them, 
Like whatever you do in life, just make sure that it is just solely about the money and then you'll never be unhappy. Okay. And that's kind of interesting. It's not true though. It's kind of the opposite of what people say. Yeah. But maybe it is true. But yeah, if you're like not even worried, you don't care that management made a stupid decision. Right. You don't care that your artistic vision got changed by the higher ups. But you still got a fat paycheck. Yeah, you just got a fat paycheck and then I think a lot of artists live their life that way. Yeah. And that's sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Mosquito researcher. Oh, just to see how bad mosquito stings hurt? Yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, this, one, this one's pretty much a gimme. Animal masturbator? Is, as a For, good, like, as horses. A job? And, no, it was a bad one. These are still the bad ones. Uh, how much do you get paid to do that? <laughs> see? That's the, that's the right line of thinking. Oh, okay. Well, I, I wasn't even t- intending that as a joke. Micah writes in, Grizzly Man, sup fools. I have so much to say as I catch up on the goings-on of Smogville, but I'll limit this email to Herzog and Grizzly Man. Okay. We talked about that a uh, long time ago. Yeah, like, yeah a couple like, couple. like three weeks ago three weeks. something. <laughs> Before the prequels. In college, I was in a band that traveled a lot, and we always kept a copy of Grizzly Man with us. We probably watched it a dozen times. Thought it was absolutely the most hilarious movie we'd ever seen. The characters are quirky. The comedic timing is genius. We thought it was the best dark comedy created. Then a female vocalist joined our group. And one weekend on the road, Mike is in uh, Arcade Fire, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, did you know that? That's pretty cool. He's doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, maybe our tenth, ninth or tenth time watching it, as we were all enjoying the movie and laughing to the point of tears as Timothy caresses a pile of bear shit. She yells at us all for how sick we are. It was at that point for the first time that I realized how this documentary about a man dying violently was actually really tragic. So does this make me a psychopath? Micah, that's called growing up. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Yeah. Right? I guess so, huh? Yeah. Yeah. When you when you find something funny and then later you realize it's real tragic. Yeah. Yeah, that's you've grown emotionally for sure. You've put yourself in the shoes of that person instead of mocking them. Yeah, like I used to laugh at videos of monkeys smoking cigarettes. And tell you, if, yeah, then you thought about and, the damage done to the families of those monkeys. Mm-hmm. When they're spending all their banana money on cigarettes. Yeah, those kids go without little tiny bananas, you know. What do they call baby m- monkeys? They call them kids? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just call them baby monkeys. <laughs> baby monkeys. Yeah. Oh, works. I thought you meant what do they call themselves? Well, they call. You mean it, like what do we? What do people call them? Well, they call themselves bubbles. And, oh yeah, and, bubbles and silly Billy Lancelot. Yeah, they, they they have some really really kind of fun names. Yeah, generally, but the finances aren't funny. No, not when the monkeys smoking cigarettes. All those, all that. Yeah, and they don't make that much money. So a pack of cigarettes is the whole month's worth of. Whatever. What kind of currency would you say? I was uh, see the the whole idea with this joke. Do monkeys use bananas as currency, or do they get currency for t- just to solely buy bananas? You know what's funnier? Yeah, they probably. <laughs> it's both, both concepts are really funny, right? So and I'll it, tell you why because it involves monkeys, right? Um, well, if they use, you know how in in prison cigarettes are currency, yeah, but you still want to smoke them. Okay. So even though they're eating the bananas, the bananas would probably still be currency. Problem with bananas, though, is they go bad so fast yeah. that 
Maybe not. Maybe they're using something else for currency. They're using shiny rocks or leaves. That's my question. What, what do you think a monkey would use? It would have to be a shiny rock. Are we talking about a zoo monkey or a wild monkey? I'm going to say wild monkey because okay. I'm picturing an entire city made of trees and stuff and with cars and all that, but it's like coconut wheels. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. We need like a Zootopia kind of place. So it's Zootopia monkey land. Now we're doing monkeys oh, no. or apes? Okay, okay. We're going to do... I say we do apes. So picture Planet of the Apes, the newer ones, their city. Remember in the second Planet of the Apes new movie, War of the Planet of the Apes or something? Is that what it was? I don't know. So, well, they had, they had a, kind of a monkey city, I guess, that, or an ape city, I should say. And just picture that, but a lot more like a kid's show, a lot more. So instead of spikes and defended and kind of this crazy-looking tree houses like Tarzan would live in, it's more like... Like a happy, fun little town. Yeah, made, of course. Made of bamboo and trees, and there's little fruit stands that only sell bananas and stuff like that. Are, do they have different jobs? Well, they have the same job. There's they're grosser. It's going to be street cleaner, garbage man. It'll be the same jobs as as in like New York, yeah. but it's all, but but they're all monkeys or apes, I should say, or monkeys. It could be either one. You know, mm. I think. And they wear clothes, too. I just can't get past... They, they must use bananas as currency. Right. I can't get past that. It's got to be that. Mm-hmm. And maybe different... Maybe like a tangerine would be like five tangerines equal one banana. Yeah. Because they like other fruits, too. Do they? Yeah. Okay. They just... Coconuts. Yeah, coconuts. Coconut would be like a 50. Yeah. What are they trading the bananas for, then? Just cars and stuff, right? Yeah, cars and suspenders and hats <laughs> with helicopters on top. <laughs> you know. Squeeze boxes. Squeeze boxes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Little fezzes. Little vests. Yeah, fezzes. A lot, of, a lot of tiny vests. Little tiny jeweled vests. Mm-hmm. Okay. Roller skates. And then, and then cigarettes, mainly. So do you think probably the best job, now that we've gotten all the way around to this, Monkey tickler. Yeah. That's probably the best job. They just laugh and laugh. Mm-hmm. You get paid to tickle a monkey. Yeah, and kind of, yeah, that, that, that might be really uplifting. Be the, the best job. Doesn't sound very stressful. They're generally baby chimps, right? Yeah. Little, little, little cute baby chimps little in a diaper. Little cute babies, and they're like, ah! Yeah. With their big mouths. And they have a, a little blankie. I like, okay, yeah, that's the best job, I'd say. Yeah. So... Another problem solved by World Champion Podcast. There you go, monkey tickler.